As we've been talking about, you know, with the asylum seekers, you know, we've got 400 a day showing up on our border. And, you know, the, the shelters and the resources, it's not our only problem. Now we learn from the Toronto Sun that members of a violent Central American gang have been taken down by U.S. border agents after coming into Canada and then trying to cross back into the United States. So this is an investigative piece which reveals that the Peruvian national and Mexican nationals, two men, were apprehended back in June 23rd near Vermont. Why is that important? Because it's very close to where migrants are coming in or asylum seekers are coming in near Quebec. And they were caught trying to get back into America through Canada. And they're associated, allegedly, with the 18th Street Gang, which is one of the most violent Central American gangs in the world. And according to the report, Canadian intelligence had warned police right across this country that the members are trying to come into Canada with their ultimate goal of going into the United States. So you can only imagine the problems this will further create between our two countries and Mr. Trump if, no, 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 when, he finds out about this. I want to bring in Anthony Fury to this conversation. He writes for the Sun Post Media, and he is the one who uncovered this. He joins me now. Anthony, you know, we've got some real problems in, in this country now. And then I read the headline on your article that you penned. Um, and now we find out, you know, those that are the least desirable people are also getting in the mix of those coming over the border. Alex, it's such a such a curious story, and it's interesting that I had to find out about it through U.S. Border Customs agents, not through Canadian officials. A press release came out last night that said that they'd apprehended uh, a bunch of violent criminals, illegal border crossers in the U.S., and some of them were more down to the south, and then one of them was in Averill, uh, Vermont. And I thought, Averill, Vermont, where is that? And I looked it up, and I went, oh, it's about 500 meters from the Canadian border. That's very interesting. And then when I got in touch with the border officials, I asked them, so I assume he was trying to cross into Canada because this is pretty close to the Roxham Road, illegal border crossing. They said, no, no, no. He had crossed from Canada into the United States, at which point we chased him and did a, did a rather aggressive takedown of him. And I thought, oh, wow. So these very violent gang members, 18th Street Gang is, is the one that this fellow was a part of. They're already here, Alex. Right. And so th this, you know, if and when uh, Mr. Trump then finds out about this, this just further fuels the problems that we are going to find with our American counterparts. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just one other little notch on the belt, because thankfully, this is just a couple guys crossing over and they're dealing with many thousands of people at the Mexico border. But it reminds me of another press release from back in April over the Easter long weekend, mm -hmm. where a U.S. border agent sounded the alarm over the fact that on the one weekend they had 20 people crossing illegally from Canada into the U.S. And they, I do not, they weren't Canadians. They gave the nationalities of all of them. And they seemed to be people who were perhaps welcomed by Trudeau's welcome to Canada hashtag activism and then learned that Trudeau had kind of misled them and we don't have open borders. They said, oh, geez, we're going to get denied. So then they ran back into the U.S. And the funny thing, Alex, is here we sort of let them roam free once they get in here, even after they've ID'd them. What they did back in April is ICE put them in holding cells immediately uh, for deportation. So, yeah, they're dealing with... Uh, an increasing number of Canadians. Well, you, people from Canada, I should say. Right. But the word is out that Canada, you know, is a, a place where you can come and go kind of fairly easily. And now we're starting to see some of the worst and violent offenders taking advantage of that. No, absolutely. I mean, there was a, an announcement that came out from a federal agency sent to all Toronto, pardon me, all police agencies in the country, including Toronto police, of course, saying, 
watch out. We believe MS-13 gang members, 18th Street gang members are trying to exploit our now lax border that everybody's talking about. They want to cross illegally into Canada. That was alarming enough, Alex. What my story does is confirm that they did it. Right. They're here. Now, I, I've been trying to find out how long this guy uh, was actually in Canada for when he came across, whether he's just there for the weekend to get up to no good and coming back. I, um, I didn't get anywhere from actually pub- from Public Safety Canada or from uh, Canada Border Services. They say, oh, we don't speak about individual cases, even though U.S. will be quite forthright about uh, these specific individuals. So it's very frustrating to get intel on this. Yeah, but that's because the headlines won't play well. It will not play well for Mr. Goodale. It will not play well for the Liberals because they created this problem. Oh, for sure. And I find it very interesting, Alex, that Welcome to Canada uh, tweet. It's still up there. Go check it out. You can you can Google it or Twitter search it. It's still there. And people are still retweeting it a bit or responding to it and saying, you know, thank you so much for, for letting me in. You're my hero or what have you. I mean, they must know, clearly the people who do Trudeau's social media, that this thing is still out there. And Trudeau, he, he has softly walked that sentiment back, but he has never actually once said, he has never tweeted, do not cross illegally into Canada. He's never fully corrected the record. Right. And I don't get the sense that he's going to. I mean, the mayor uh, of Toronto, you know, declaring that Toronto, um, you know, this sanctuary city has no more money, has no more space. And yet instead of saying enough, we're following uh, Quebec and we're putting our foot down. No one is willing to take a stance in this and, and put some leadership ahead. For sure. And Alex, this is an issue that I think the more people learn about the details the more frustrated and upset they get about it. I've had a number of people email me or, or tweet at me and say, well, what problem do you have with, with refugees who've, who've been invited here and they're escaping you know, war-torn countries and hardships? Why should we be critical about that? And I go, hold on a second. This is not what the issue is about at all. These are people crossing illegally who we do not know. They may be people escaping hardships. They may be the people who have caused those hardships in the first place. They are not at all vetted. They are not refugees. We have not, like in the Syrian intake, uh, they, were, they were sussed out on the ground in places like camps in Turkey to figure out whether they were legitimate refugees or not. And we had, we had I think, legitimate security concerns about how rushed it was. This is completely different. We don't have a clue who these people are. We're just checking them at Roxham Road to make sure they don't have weapons on them. And some of them have actually had child pornography on them, which right. is just boggles the mind. It's one thing to be a child pornographer. It's another thing to cross at a border point with the child pornography in your possession. And they have been uh, actually arrested for that. But the rest of them, if they don't seem to have any visible communicable diseases, they get let in. This has to be an election issue, not just at the, the federal level, but at the, at the, at the, certainly at the mayoral uh, level, because I think if you were to ask Canadians across the board, certainly Ontarians, they would say, absolutely not. This is done. We want the border closed. And I think where it becomes more of an election issue, Alex, is if people start to sort of feel it personally, if they feel it in their wallets, if they feel unsafe, an element like that. So when you hear about these gang members or the child pornographers, that's a concern. When John Tory says that, well, we've actually filled your kids' uh, Centennial College or Humber College dorm room uh, with these illegal asylum, illegal crossers, you start to wonder, hold on a second, I'm paying high fees for my kid to go to school here. I'm paying all my taxes. They're there. And I don't know if they're going to get them out in time. They have a bit of a ha- they have major havoc on their hands with that issue. Yeah, and I and I get the sense that uh, you know it's it's fine now because the weather's warm. But when the students come back and the weather gets cold, we're gonna have a real problem on our hands. 
Well, and the other big issue, Alex, is that uh, you and I, we both take our kids to various different uh, play groups and programs and soccer classes at the community centers. They may have to shut down those facilities to house people in the gymnasiums and so forth for them to sleep when they kick them out of Humber and Ryerson and so forth and when it cools down. So people are going to start to feel it in their personal lives. If the prime minister, and I say prime minister because this is a federal policy Mm -hmm. issue, letting people through the border, if we don't see action on that front. Yeah, I tend to agree. It's not until you actually face it and confront it and it starts to disrupt your own life that you say, yeah, I didn't sign up for this. So we will stay tuned. Anthony, thank you. Have a good one. Anthony Fury joining us tonight. And he's right, as I said. You don't know it's a problem until you realize it's a problem. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.